Hi there. Welcome to the Pastor's Table. We've been discussing on many of our episodes about character. We want you to know that you can have success and that the victory that overcomes is for you and for me. That we won't be people who draw back when pressure shows up at our doorstep, but be people who press through, experience God, not get under the suffering and the selfishness of this society, but a place where we live for Jesus Christ in all that we do, that he's working in us and through us in all the things that we set our hands to, that he's called us to. We can trust him. It's a great thing. I hope you really enjoy this episode. You'll be blessed, I'm sure. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> we were, uh, we've been discussing a number of things concerning godly character. And again, today we're going to talk about something that can be a little bit of a challenge to talk about. Mm -hmm. And we were talking in the last episode about suffering and how there is a, often as, as just people living in a flesh body, we deal with physical things, we deal with emotional things that can cause suffering. And because of that suffering, often there's this pressure, I just need relief from my suffering. And um, so we were talking about that and how faith pushes past the, the suffering, pushes past the selfish aspect mm -hmm. of, I just want relief. It pushes past that to believe God, to look to Him and trust in Him. Yeah. So we've been talking about that. And um, it, it reminded me of something that I heard Kenneth Copeland talking about one time. And he was talking about this. He said, you know, um, as much as God loves you, He doesn't heal you or prosper you or save you because you're in trouble. Hmm. or because you're sick. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He said, and, and I was listening, at, I remember hearing that at first going, huh, what? I thought like he loves me, he's compassionate. If I'm hurting, he wants to help me. And he does, but that's not why he does that. Mm -hmm. He said that if God just moved in people's lives because they were suffering, he said, this is Kenneth Copeland, he said that if God did that for that reason, the devil would control the ministry of Jesus. Wow. And I mm. thought about that for a second. I thought, wow. well, what a statement mm. to wow. make. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus would be running around, oh, <laughs> oh you're ill? Oh, I, and yeah. heal you. And then someone else, oh, oh. you're ill? Oh, and then the devil's just lighting fires everywhere. Yeah. Huh. Oh, I'm going to make this person sick. Oh, I'm going to make this person demon-possessed. Oh, I'm going to make this person. And just lighting fires everywhere for Jesus to run around and put those fires out. Mm -hmm. Then who's controlling mm -hmm. the ministry of Jesus? Mm. It would have been the devil. Mm -hmm. See, God doesn't respond simply because there's a problem. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think as individuals, especially when you're in trouble, mm -hmm. that's difficult to wrap our minds around because mm -hmm. we just like, how is that not, I'm in trouble, God, help me. And he will help you. It's just that there needs to be a little bit of faith in his word. You see, that's what causes God to move is that's faith, right. faith in him, yes, not just yes, being yes. in trouble. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I was thinking of another, uh, another example of, um, of this scenario here. You know, God want, has made healing available for every, everybody and not just saved people. Mm. Healing's available for the unsaved too. Yeah. Absolutely. And healing is available. He's made it available. And yet there are many people, particularly I'm referring to Christians now, that stay in a place of sickness and disease and, and suffer with that for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. And God doesn't want them suffering. Mm -hmm. And so you think, well, why, is it, why doesn't he just heal that person? But if he comes and just heals them because they're suffering, then he is condescending to, this, to what the devil has done. Mm. He's condescending his power underneath what the devil has done. Mm. But when we respond to his promise in faith, 
it opens the door wide for him to come in because we believe him, mm -hmm. not because we're suffering, mm -hmm. right. but because we believe right. him, not because we are suffering. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's a totally different ballgame than it is him just running around putting out fires in people's mm -hmm. lives. That there is a, a main point and principle here that I think we can see in Revelation chapter 12 and verse 11. And it says this, and they, being the believers, have overcome, and they have overcome him, him referring to the accuser of the brethren, the devil. It says, and they have overcome him by means of the blood of the Lamb and by the utterance of their testimony. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we stop there. We overcome yeah. the devil by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. <laughs> our testimony is what God says. He says, I'm healed, I'm healed. Mm -hmm. And I've overcome because the Lamb's blood was shed for my salvation, my healing, my blessing. And I believe that and I overcome the devil. Well, let's just keep reading the rest mm -hmm. of this verse. Mm -hmm. For they did not love and cling to life even when faced with death. Mm -hmm. Hold and Amplified adds, holding their lives cheap till they had to die for their witnessing which is the meaning of the word martyr. Mm -hmm. You know, there is a place where if we're clinging to our own lives and trying to save it, mm -hmm. that we end up losing it. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's what Jesus was saying. And that, I mean, that's a terribly difficult thing for, mm -hmm. for people to, to, to really wrap, in the, wrap their minds around. The more I cling to save my life, the more I'm actually going to lose it. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. But the more that I lose my life for His sake, yeah. mm -hmm. for, and again, we, we were talking about this in a previous episode, for His sake, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for Him, for His purposes, for what He wants, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I trust Him, then I will actually find it because it opens me up then to rely on Him to save me mm -hmm. and yes. me not just trying to... Mm -hmm. You know, you've heard testimonies, I'm sure, in the past of people going, God save me. God save me. And, you know, he's sitting there going, I did. <laughs> yes. I did. Mm -hmm. 2,000 years ago. And I've heard testimonies in the past of people, you know, they'd, in a gospel campaign and the message would go out and someone, for whatever reason, is not hearing. And they just say, God save me. God save me. But they're crying out from desperation. They're crying out because they're still clinging to their life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They still want something. They're still looking for themselves. But there's a simple place that they can get to where they actually went, wait a minute, he did already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I believe him. I yeah. trust him. Mm -hmm. And there's a yielding and there's a letting go of my life and letting it go into his hands and for his sake. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you hear about them being glorious, gloriously saved. Mm -hmm. But so it is with our present-day sufferings. Absolutely. Too often we're looking at it, I just want, I just, God, fix me today. Mm -hmm. You know, just mm -hmm. do something inside me that could just transform my life. And you know, He can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, He can. By His power, mm -hmm. in a moment, you're a different person. Mm -hmm. And there are testimonies of people that have experienced that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, but, but why? Mm -hmm. Because I, I don't want to suffer with this any longer. Yeah. And when that's the reason for us wanting to be free from something. I just can't suffer any longer. I just can't. And we're still clinging to our lives. Yes. Somewhere in there, there needs to be a change in our believing, a change in our heart where we release that and say, Lord, I trust you. Mm -hmm. And we release that to him. Mm -hmm. And in that kind of faith, he can bring about the relief of suffering that he's looking to bring. Mm -hmm. It sure reminds me of, um, of the story of Gideon. Mm. It's, you can find it in Judges chapter 6. And 
and and read about how the trust was so vital in the in the beginning of the chapter it says the Midianites the enemy was after them and it says they made for themselves dens and caves and strongholds they retreated yeah. by their own self they were trying to save themselves from their enemy and it repeated and they said they withdrew and then they withdrew and pretty soon they were starving in their caves because they didn't go to God first so now they're in a, a major problem by themselves mm -hmm. they're they're stepping back until finally now they they've taken all their food they took all, our, all the the things that we work for they took it all blah blah and they're whining to each other finally when they're in the worst possible shape they cry out of their desperation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and God says I'll use that guy over there mm -hmm. who thinks he's nothing mm -hmm. it goes you don't want to use me mm -hmm. Back to same problem. Same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not good enough for you, God. Well, you heard my voice. That'll be a good start. And that's, and that's, <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't, it, God called you. He knows who you are. Yeah. <laughs> we could just, you know, do yeah. another whole session on that one. Mm -hmm. God knows who he's talking to. And he, yeah. he talked to, because he saw the future. God mm -hmm. knows the future. It's still with all of the things. And he says, I'll deliver you. Got to do this. Da, 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 da. You're going to have to walk outside the cave. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to come out of there. You're going to have to come out of the hole that you're in. But God couldn't make them do that. He couldn't make them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so then they'd have to go for, through a war. And, oh, they bring 3,000 soldiers because they're still looking at themselves. That's right. Resolving this. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's not, we're going to take three, 300 men. It didn't make any sense. The plan of God made no sense whatsoever. Yeah. But they kept trying to interpret it by their own methods mm -hmm. without seeing the principle that God's so patient and kind and delivers mm -hmm. them anyway. Mm -hmm. But that whole process that they went through, having to face themselves. And finally, he gets a new name because he finally yields. Mm -hmm. he, Gideon finally yields yeah. and gets renamed. And look at the, the, the climax of that story when they, you think, well, we're going to attack the enemy. No, you're not. You're no. going to take a torch and put it under a clay pot, <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. right? And, and have a trumpet in the other hand. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> How is that fighting a battle against <laughs> this, this enemy? Where are our yeah. swords? <laughs> exactly. It doesn't, mm -hmm. you know, it does not make any sense to do it that way. And it's a wonderful <laughs> illustration of something that's actually in the New Testament. So they had over that light that was shining, mm -hmm. they had a jar of clay. Mm -hmm. And they had a trumpet. Mm -hmm. Yes. So turn in your Bibles to first, Second Corinthians chapter four. Lit a fire, mm -hmm. praise mm -hmm. the Lord. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Verse six mm -hmm. says, "For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts, so as to beam forth the light for illumination of the knowledge of the majesty and glory of God." as it is manifest in the person and is revealed in the face of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. However, we have, we possess this precious treasure, mm -hmm. this light yes. mm -hmm. yeah. in human frail vessels of earth mm -hmm. that the, in a clay pot. Mm -hmm. Yes. That the grandeur and exceeding greatness of the power may be shown to be from God 
and not from ourselves. Yes. Oh, wow. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord Him breaking God. forth in us. Exactly. Yes. It's mm -hmm. a picture of Him breaking forth in us. Mm -hmm. Smash the pot and let the light shine and blow the trumpet. Let the message be declared. Mm -hmm. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and mm -hmm. by the word of our testimony, praise God. Mm -hmm. And we love not our lives even unto the death. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And He's talking about the same thing here. And how do you know? Verse 8, we are hedged in on every side, mm -hmm. but not cramped or crushed. That's we right. suffer embarrassments and are perplexed and unable able to find the way out, but we are not driven to despair. Mm -hmm. We are pursued and hard driven, but not deserted to stand alone. We are struck down to the ground, but not struck out and destroyed. Always carrying about in the body the death of the Lord Jesus, so that mm -hmm. the life mm -hmm. may also be displayed in our body. Amen. As we had led last time, Paul said, I was the chief of sinners. Right. So that the mercy of God could be displayed in me. The patience of the Lord mm -hmm. could be displayed in me. Mm -hmm. So that it's such a greater purpose. And like Gideon and his people, I mean, they're hiding in caves. They're trying to, you know, I'm just low. I'm just this. I'm, I'm looking at my weaknesses. I'm looking at my suffering. How long are we going to be oppressed, God? How long are we going to be oppressed? And they're looking for that temporary fix. And the whole time, it was never about just fixing their immediate pain. Amen. It was about them trusting in the Lord to be their deliverer mm -hmm. the whole time. And the same thing here. It's not about you being a clay pot. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. It's about the light of His presence mm -hmm. shining forth in your life. It's not, just, it's not about the end of your suffering. No. And that's, that's something that's difficult for the mind to wrap. What do you mean it's not about the end of my suffering? It's not about that. It's about Him being glorified in you regardless of whether you suffer or not. Mm -hmm. And I know that's, that's challenging for people because we feel the pain. We don't like going through things. We don't like that. But you know what? His patience and goodness wins in the end if we allow Him to in our lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you think about why can't God just heal me right now? Why does it take so long? But what we are asking the wrong question when we ask questions like that because we're still thinking about us and our suffering. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At some point in time, for us to really move past that, we have to realize that the Lord is my healer, whether it be today or tomorrow mm -hmm. or the week after that. Mm -hmm. He is my healer just the same today, mm -hmm. and He will be my healer tomorrow, and He has always been the healer. Mm -hmm. And it's the confidence in Him to be that that will push us past the suffering. Mm -hmm. It'll push us past that, where the suffering isn't Lord of our life. Mm -hmm. The suffering isn't controlling right. what we ask for or pray. The suffering isn't the motivator in our lives. Instead, it's faith in the one who delivers us. Mm -hmm. It's faith in the one who heals us. Mm -hmm. It's love for him and not our own lives that is what moves us forward. And Jesus be, is Lord in our lives. Mm. You can see where the the culture of today's society has got such a scheme that has like woven its path to put such an emphasis on pain and suffering mm. so that you be blinded to this truth. Mm -hmm. You see that if, if we would hear the gospel, well, we want, we want to hear more about all the different parts and, and, and all the methods and we want the formula because we want to escape pain. We want to mm -hmm. escape hatch. Yeah. And, and yet it's the, the same preached gospel 
that's been well you know and every time we talk about putting self aside the world's going to come with you to you with a different method if you don't feel right or you don't feel comfortable at church there's something wrong with church no that's the voice of conviction that the holy spirit's trying to get a hold of you when you feel uncomfortable when you haven't been surrendered to god you're going to feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. don't run from that pressure mm-hmm. yield to that voice and say hello maybe god do you need to change something in my heart mm-hmm embrace those things to the point of healing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and let the pure gospel flow don't Mm -hmm. back off this is not a time to back off it's a time to press through that wall because the truth of the matter is the when you preach the gospel when you hear the gospel the signs Mm -hmm. and wonders will come along yeah they'll do their part god will do his part hear and believe the gospel start there let it Mm -hmm. and, and let it flow let the purity of the word get you through that minefield of self mm. yeah mm. wow <laughs> wow <laughs> amen isn't that exciting yeah, it is it just reminded me of the scriptures we were at before that you know you you don't pull back you yeah. do not pull back you you when you see that you press in you keep pressing into him Trust him. Those who trust him press into him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm having a challenge in, in, in my life, I go to Heather. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I go and I talk to Heather because I, I, I press past the pain and I know that I, I, I trust her. I trust and I can do the, the same even more with God. I can trust him. And so I press in. When God's showing me things in my character that are they're they're kind of tough to look at and and tough to in my flesh and in my own own mind I'm like oh wow really lord we're going to deal with this today and, and you know it it's that's the time we're like okay yeah you know what this is this is going to be a bit uncomfortable maybe painful mm-hmm. you know ripping some of that flesh off of you and uh, um not physically but you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> um, um but that's that time it's a, you make that conscious decision that regardless of what I'm feeling on the inside of me, I trust my God more than my feeling yeah. and I choose to step in and not pull back. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Think about uh, Daniel and the lions. No, sorry, not the lions, but think of, oh, you could use that one too, actually. Think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? Mm-hmm. And how they refused to bow to the king. Amen. They love not their lives even unto the death. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, I'm sure if they had just done, you know, a quick little, okay, fine, whatever, God would have forgiven them at some point, but that wasn't, that wasn't the point. Mm -hmm. The point was never about, why didn't God just step in at that point and smack, you know, smack Nebuchadnezzar around, say, okay, and then miraculously deliver them from the fire? Mm -hmm. Hmm? Because it was never about the fire to begin with. Right. No. It was never about the fire. No. It was always about the fourth man in the fire. Mm-hmm. It was always about the fourth man. Mm-hmm. And so the fire is nothing mm-hmm. in comparison to the deliverance that God has for us. Amen. When our eyes are fixed on that, mm-hmm. we don't care about fire. Mm-hmm. No. We don't care about fire at all when we know there's deliverance, mm-hmm. when we know there's salvation, when we know our God will heal and protect us. Mm-hmm. And we're not so concerned about our own creature comforts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're more concerned with the things that matter the most. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. He loves us. He does. When 
Pastor Ann first went off and took her teaching job in New York City, it was a, it was a very difficult time because her very first teaching job was right before 9-11. And that moment when all those things happened and we couldn't reach her, and we didn't know whether she was okay or not. We knew she was really close to where it happened. And we had to make a choice to trust God. We're sure glad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you heard God that day. Well, you know, it was, I, I, I did not know how bad it was because I, I didn't even see a TV. I just saw the smoke from, from the downtown, but I was quite far away. And that night, uh, like, there was so much going on and pe- some people panicking. And, and I didn't know what the whole story. And I thought, oh, I'm sure they're exaggerating. And then I saw the TV and I went, I better call home. <laughs> and, and it was a long time. And, and God is so good mm-hmm. that, uh, that it didn't have to, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Mm-hmm. That there weren't as many people there that yeah. were. Mm-hmm. People had other plans mm-hmm. and other things that happened. And we can trust God, mm-hmm. and He delivers us, mm-hmm. and He protects us, mm-hmm. always. Mighty delivering God. Amen. He's so good to protect us, mm-hmm. and we can trust Him to do it. So press in. <laughs>